full of fish and woods loaded with wildlife are good for our kids and the kids tend to agree at kinder outdoors we work hard to preserve both every day my dad always hunted he shot uh, well he shot to eat more than anything you know he go do dove hunting with a 22 my word. you know them dove be sitting on the ground he shoot them in the head and he said shoot them in the head he said uh, they don't fly and the other ones won't fly but uh, but he always uh, they shot rabbits they shot everything you know back then and and uh, and would cook them they never you know but uh, but he was always uh, guns and knives metal he could uh, he taught me a lot about uh, about guns and knives. That's the voice of my old friend Walt Garrison, childhood hero of mine, and later on a friend. He was a Pro Bowl fullback for the Dallas Cowboys. Played for Tom Landry from 1966 to 74. And in those nine seasons, Walt played in 119 regular season games, 13 playoff games, won a Super Bowl, and still sits fourth on the club's all-time list for average yards per carry at 4.32. Ninth in career rushing yards total, just shy of 3,500 yards. Tough as a boot, Walt was a rodeo cowboy as well. Successful. Bulldogger. The smile on his face was genuine. The love he had for others was genuine. The effort he put into everything he did was genuine. He was a one of a kind. Everybody loved Walt. He also loved to hunt. Not so much fishing. He, he didn't care to fish, but he loved to hunt. And he did so throughout his whole life. And he sat down with me about a dozen years ago and talked about it. We're going to relive that conversation. Walt Garrison passed away at the age of 79 about two and a half weeks ago. Talented in so many ways, it's easy to look back and remember fondly my friend Walt Garrison. Front Door to the Camp House is brought to you by Fortiflora, America's number one canine probiotic. If you have a dog with chronic GI upset, Fortiflora, right up your alley. It's safe enough to use every day. It's safe enough to use with weaning puppies every day as they transition from mother's milk to dry dog food. Helps build a strong GI system for life. You can learn more about Fortiflora when you come see me at kinderoutdoors.com. Walt Garrison grew up just north of Dallas, Louisville, Texas, but he went to school at Oklahoma State University. Uh, very simply, Oklahoma State was the only school to offer me a scholarship when I was in uh, in high school because uh, I played linebacker in high school. I wasn't a running back, and I wasn't very good. And so, uh, so they come down there. They didn't know if I could play. They didn't know if I had one leg. They didn't know anything. But they came down and gave me a scholarship. So that's how I got to Oklahoma State. I don't know who taught him about honesty when he was a youngster, but he paid attention. He listened. He got it, and he adhered to it. All of his days. You'll hear the honesty in Walt's words throughout the show today. He ran into the legendary University of Texas head coach, Daryl Royal, one time and asked him, why didn't you recruit me to come play ball in Texas, down in Austin? I did. I was playing in a golf tournament. He was playing with Willie Nelson down there in Brownsville, Texas. 
And I said, Coach, I said, you know, I said, man, you got to be friends. I said, you know, and I, I wonder why you didn't recruit me in Texas. He said, you know what? He said, after uh, getting to know you, he said, I went back in the archives and looked at all these film that people send in over the years, and he got them all categorized and stuff. And, and he said, I looked at the films they sent. He said, you know, in high school, he said, you weren't worth a s, <laughs> were you? <laughs> and he's right, I wasn't. <laughs> Brutally honest. Walt Garrison. I think you're going to enjoy revisiting a sit-down with my old friend Walt Garrison on the show today. I'm glad you're here. Pour yourself a cup of coffee and come enjoy our campfire. You know, I've called the uh, folks at Montana Fish, Wildlife, and Parks several times since I first heard about this story back on August 3rd, and I've never gotten a call back about this particular story, but unique enough that I've held on to it, and I wanted to share it with you. Three women back in the summer were injured by an otter. I've never heard of this in my life. An otter. They were floating the Jefferson River, 8.15 in the evening, on inner tubes about three miles upstream from Sappington Bridge when they observed one or two otters. An otter approached and attacked. The women got out of the water, and the otter swam away. Listen to this. They called 911. Montana Highway Patrol responded. So did the Jefferson County Sheriff's Office, the Jefferson Valley Ambulance, and Montana Fish, Wildlife, and Parks. A local landowner showed up to help, and a life flight helicopter was needed. All three women were injured during the encounter. All three went to Bozeman for treatment. One traveled there with more serious injuries by helicopter. An otter, for crying out loud. Otter attacks are rare, but they are protective of themselves, their territory, and their young. They give birth in April and can be seen with their young in the summertime. Even though it's cute and furry, leave it alone. Keep your distance. One minute you're smiling at an otter, next minute you're in a life flight to the Bozeman Hospital. You don't need a vet's prescription to buy Fortiflora for your dog. It's over-the-counter. It's at your vet's office. It's at Chewy.com. It's everywhere that quality canine health products are sold. Fortiflora stops GI upset. Hi, I'm champion waterfowl caller Eric Guggenheim. When I'm not in the great outdoors, I'm thinking about the Big Billy Kinder Outdoors. <laughs> Rock Island Auction Company proudly presents the largest firearms auction in Texas history. The world's number one firearms auction house has expanded to Bedford, and their inaugural three-day event is filled with world-class firearms for collectors, shooters, and hunters alike. From historic Colts and Winchesters to spectacular sporting arms, your new favorite gun is waiting for you. So mark your calendar for Rock Island Auction Company's December 8th, 9th, and 10th premier firearms auction. This unprecedented event is open to the public, and so is the December 7th preview day, where you can view and handle history. It's a full day in their brand new state-of-the-art facility for you to touch, see, and inspect any of the collectibles in this massive three-day event. It's been called the museum you can touch. Come find out why on December 7th, then stay for three days of the largest gun auction Texas has ever seen. That's December 8th, 9th, and 10th. We'll see you there. For more information, visit rockislandauction.com. Rock Island Auction Company. 
where history lives. Hey, the 2024 version of the Dallas Safari Club Convention and Sporting Expo will be in Dallas at the K. Bailey Hutchison Convention Center. The DSE Convention and Sporting Expo, one of the biggest conservation fundraising events in the United States or, quite honestly, around the globe. Registration is now open for the DSC Convention and Sporting Expo 24. Act now. Purchase your day passes and banquet tickets. Learn more at biggame.org. At Marksman Firearms and Outfitters, they believe the customer deserves a place to go that offers the largest variety at reasonable prices with staff that's truly knowledgeable and always puts the customer first. Military and first responders get a 10% discount, and we offer 90-day layaway, same as cash. To stay up to date on the latest products, news, events, and more, follow Marksman on Facebook and Marksman of Texas on Instagram. For more info, go to MarksmanFirearms.com. Make your mark at Marksman. Winter at the lake is a wonderful thing. The still, quiet solace of the woods and water at Grapevine Lake offer the perfect opportunity to slow the season down a bit. Tucked away behind a secure gated entry and snuggled on the still shore of Grapevine Lake is the national award-winning Vineyards Campground and Cabins. Full hookups, lightning-fast Wi-Fi, and cable TV at every campsite and cabin keep you connected, even when you're getting away. The Vineyard sites and fully furnished cabins are the perfect place to kick off the new year and enjoy the great outdoors. Our unique location makes you feel far away from the hustle and bustle when you're just a few blocks from historic downtown Grapevine, the Christmas capital of Texas, offering shops, restaurants, and all the sights and sounds of the season. Cozy cabins, spacious pull-through sites, and a camp store on site to provide whatever you need. Always keeping your health and safety a priority. Come enjoy nature's original way to social distance. Come see us this winter. The Vineyards Campground and Cabins. VineyardsCampground.com Ag Texas. The name itself says trust, honesty, strength, and tradition. Ag Texas has from the get-go been dedicated to the prosperity of agriculture and rural America. The Ag Texas family can help grow your herd or your operation. Give us a call and talk to Ag Texas pros about risk management in the form of crop insurance, protecting borrowed capital and savings. We specialize in everything from dairy cows to pecan trees and have the right financial tools and knowledge at Ag Texas to help you grow and grow safely. We can't tell you when it's going to rain again, but we can assure that your crop, your cows, your family, and the family land are secure and protected no matter the storm or the dry spell. We are agriculture at Ag Texas, and we look forward to visiting with you. Ag Texas is at agtexas.com and just down the road. Welcome to Kinder Outdoors. Hey, I'm Billy Kinder. Thanks for hanging out around our campfire for a little while this weekend. Come see us at kinderoutdoors.com, and that's K-I-N-D-E-R, like kindergarten, kinderoutdoors.com. Leave a picture for the bragging board. Sign up for the monthly sneak peek. We have cool giveaways on there on a fairly regular basis. Share the show with a friend, kinderoutdoors.com. Uh, the New Mexico Department of Game and Fish wants to know who's been messing with the Coconi salmon. New Mexico's annual Coconi salmon 
spawning efforts have been derailed uh, at Navajo Lake. They have holding pens where they keep these salmon for breeding purposes. And on Friday, October 20th, a little over a week ago, those pens were vandalized. Each fall, these salmon are collected into these holding pens to allow the department staff to manually spawn them prior to taking the fertilized eggs to the hatchery. The holding pen was found dragged from the lake. Hundreds of salmon waiting for spawn were missing, stolen, and the loss of this spawn dramatically impacts the future of Cook County salmon fishing opportunities in New Mexico. The salmon themselves don't sustain their populations via natural spawning. Kirk Patton is the department's chief of fisheries. He says that the Kakani salmon populations are already low and declining due to drought and warm temperature, uh, which makes the impacts of this vandalism even worse. Each fall during the salmon's once-a-year spawning season, the department attempts to artificially spawn several thousand salmon to hatch and rear their eggs in its Los Ojos hatchery. The offspring are later stocked into cold water lakes in northern New Mexico to provide angling opportunities for this popular fish. And according to Kirk, every fish they can collect from this time period is critical to managing the fishery. And to have someone remove these fish from the trap is a massive hit to the state's fisheries, especially this year when populations are already low. They're taking it seriously in New Mexico, and the department is offering a $2,500 reward for any information that will lead them to the people involved with this incident. Come see me at kinderoutdoors.com for the contact info with the state of New Mexico if you have any information. We're looking back on a conversation with an old buddy today, a friend. Walt Garrison passed away a couple of weeks ago, about two and a half weeks ago. He was suffering from dementia, Alzheimer's, prior to his death. And he sat down in this camp house with me a dozen years ago or so, and we talked about hunting and fishing and God's great outdoors and what it's meant to him his whole life and some fun trips that he's taken. And we're going to relive a lot of that uh, on the show today. Another thing we talked about was his football career, obviously, with the Dallas Cowboys. Dak Prescott, the Cowboys quarterback, signed a four-year contract that included a $66 million signing bonus, the largest at that time signing bonus in NFL history. That's guaranteed money. But when Walt Garrison played for the Dallas Cowboys 50 years ago, it was a different story. Well, people made a big deal out of it. I mean, I got a new car, which I've never had a new anything in my life, you know, and, and uh, I got a new horse trailer, one of the best, at that time, the great Miley Inline Trailer. Oh, yeah. And uh, I thought, man, that is unbelievable to get that. And I think I got $15,000 cash, you know, so I was very wealthy. Back in that day, a lot of people believed that a Miley horse trailer was the very best that money could buy. They built an incredible trailer, and they built a few dog trailers back in the day. My very first dog trailer, a four-hole, teardrop-shaped dog trailer, was a Miley. Well-built and well-thought-of. As a matter of fact, one of the premier dog box, dog trailer builders in the world is Jones Trailer north of Breckenridge, Texas, Woodson, Texas, Danny Jones. 
I called him up and I said, Daddy, I want to trade my old trailer in for a new Jones. I want you to build a new Jones for me. I need an eight hole. And he said, well, is it a Jones you're trading in? I said, no. And he said, well, we don't accept outside trailers for trade. He said, what brand is it? And I said, it's a Miley. He said, that's a different story. Bring it on out here. We'll swap. <laughs> and we did. Within the industry and throughout the dog hunting and the horse world, Miley. So, hey, that was a bigger signing bonus than a lot of people thought for Walt Garrison back in the day. Well, I mean, back then, uh, I mean, we had Mondays off, and uh, especially during dove or quail season, you know, dove season especially, we'd go hunting. But I never went hunting without, like, Dan Reeves was my roommate, Leroy Jordan, Bob Lilly was a great shot, you know, uh, Dennis Holman, uh, Dave Edwards. I mean, we all went together. It wasn't like, yeah. you know, I'll go with my buddies outside of football. I mean, my buddies were in football. Right. I mean, because you live with them, uh, oh, gosh seven, eight months a year, you yeah. know, so uh, you're closer to them than you are your family almost. Exactly. Tom Landry once said that Bob Lilly, a TCU product, was the best athlete he ever coached. Bob Lilly's always been one of my favorites, Mr. Cowboy, they called him, from Throckmorton, Texas, and like I said, a product of TCU in Fort Worth, just like me. And if you grew up in Throckmorton, Texas, you know something about white-tailed deer and bobwhite quail, dove hunts with your buddies, and how to shoot. He, I, I hunted a lot with Bob. Bob was a great shot. He great shot with shotgun, great shot with a rifle. Uh, we went antelope hunting uh, uh, and mouflon hunting down in uh, uh, Alpine, Texas. Me and him and Chuck Alley and uh, I think Leroy went with us. And uh, Bob always loved to hunt, and he could shoot. Uh, now, speaking of Lily, I went back and did my research for this interview. 1974, y'all went hunting out in Malakoff. Uh, do you remember this? Malakoff, Texas. Mm -hmm. a nine-year-old boy in the group named Goober Evans. I got this out of the Malakoff newspaper <laughs> archive. And the rules in that camp were everyone who shot a deer that day got to kick guys who didn't shoot a deer right in the rump at camp that night. Mm -hmm. Goober shot two four-points, and Walt didn't shoot one. Uh -uh. Goober said that was his claim to fame. He got the cowboy fullback right in the seat of the pants. Do you remember that at all? Yeah, and Lily had a lot of a lot of uh, rules in in hunting camp, you know. And and another one was whenever you killed a deer, then you had to stand up in front of the group and tell everything about the hunt, you know, exactly, you know, where you were sitting, what kind of gun, all this stuff, you know. And then for some of those kids we went hunting with. It was uh, kind of embarrassing, but I think they were probably uh, glad they did it when it was over. Yeah, fond memories now. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. Yeah, Leroy and, and uh, Leroy Jordan and Bob and Chuck Alley and, and uh, Dan Reeves, we used to go hunting a lot. Yeah. I'm sure glad I held on to this old tape of my conversation with Walt Garrison. We had some great chats through the years. Very candid, open, and like I said earlier, honest guy. The kind of guy you like to be around, spend time with. As comfortable in the saddle as he was in a football helmet, maybe even more so. And when he was a rookie with the Dallas Cowboys, he didn't realize that it would cause any trouble at all for him to slip off and bulldog a steer from time to time, much to Coach Landry's chagrin. Well, he didn't, uh, you know, he uh, made a point to tell me, well, see, my rookie year with the Cowboys, we used to stay at home games. We'd stay at the Holiday Inn on Central because we were playing at the Cotton Bowl. And uh, we had to be back. At, we had to be at home at 11 o'clock. You know, the curfew was 11 o'clock. So 
we'd eat supper, we had a meeting, and then you could go. Most of the married guys would go home and eat supper with their family and come back by 11 o'clock. But they had a rodeo at Cowbell Arena in Mansfield yeah. every Saturday night. So my buddy Bill Robinson would carry the horses over there, and, and I'd wait till the meeting's over, and then I'd drive like heck to get over to Mansfield and uh, bulldog during the rodeo. I'd get up during the rodeo, and then I could make it back by 11 o'clock. And that was good for, I don't know, a couple, three times, and then somebody called the cowboy office and talked to Coach Landry and said, we really think it's good that you let Walt go over and bulldog night before the game. So he told me they won't be any more of that during the season. You know. But then him and Lisa came to, to Mesquite one time to watch me bulldog, uh, and he said, you know, that, wasn't, that didn't look very dangerous. I said, that's what I'm telling you. You know, ignorance is what makes a sport dangerous. You know, the more you know, the less dangerous it is. So. This corner of the camp house brought to you by Fortiflora, America's number one canine probiotic. Let's grab a cup of coffee. After Red Stick 1. Outdoor author Ken Kirkaby's sequel, Red Stick 2, is a must-read. Virgil Clary is sent to South America, where he uses his unique tracking skills to find an American engineer abducted by revolutionaries. Kirkus Reviews says, Assured writing, a locomotive plot, and nonstop suspenseful action in a series that shows no signs of slowing down. Ken Kirkaby is an outdoor writer that truly lives the outdoors, and his books are all available on Amazon. Get off the beach and into the action. Enjoy world-class Costa Rican sport fishing with Carib Sea Sport Fishing, marlin, sailfish, roosterfish, and more. Inshore, offshore, overnight, seamounts. Carib Sea Sport Fishing will work with your group to customize the perfect trip. Half day, full day, every day. Your next getaway is the best ever. Take a look at catchafishincostarica.com. Catchafishincostarica.com. Com. There's no reason to be miserably cold while you hunt or fish. Still hunting, snow hunting, ice fishing, or just going to the ball game. Stay warm with Buffalo Wool products. You know, I, I would have had no idea that bison had such a usable fiber, but the more you, you get into it, the more you play with it and learn and see what it does, you realize why these animals are so well protected in the environments that they are. They will grow this fiber as needed to protect that heart, lungs, area, keep their core insulated, whether it's from the heat or the cold. I've depended on buffalo wool to keep me warm in bitter conditions for over a decade now. Part of the reason that we love you so much is because of the fact that you actually went out, tried it, tested it before we even discussed anything about working with you. So that's sort of what we want. We just want to make sure people are comfortable. Not everybody needs us. Not everybody is out stand hunting at, you know, 30 degrees or not everybody has circulatory issues. But for those that do, we want to make it available. We want to make it as durable as possible. And we want to make it work. We want people happy, warm, and comfortable. That's it. TheBuffaloWoolCo.com Hi, I'm Corey Mason, CEO for DSC, inviting you to the 2024 DSC Convention and Sporting Expo. Again, we will be at the K. Bailey Hutchison Convention Center in Dallas, January 11th through the 14th. This celebration of conservation, education, and advocacy work is enjoyed by outdoors men and outdoors women from around the globe. Do you want to hunt Alaska, Africa, Scotland, or even just down the road from home? The DSC Convention and Sporting Expo will feature outfitters from every spot you can dream of. Fine art, clothing, jewelry, gear, and terrific opportunities await you and your family this January in Dallas. Nightly banquets, fabulous auctions both in person and online. 
raffles for dream trips and gear, the 2024 DSE Convention and Sporting Expo at the K. Bailey Hutchison Convention Center in Dallas, January 11th through the 14th. Get more details about the auctions, banquets, hotels, and more at BigGame.org. After spending a few days at Joshua Creek Ranch, I describe it as a sportsman's nirvana. We love creating a unique experience for each of our guests. You know, the interests can vary here from wing shooting to deer hunting to fly fishing to river kayaking. So we have a great variety of guests, and um, we like for them to enjoy everything we have to offer. As I enjoyed the birth of a new day over the rolling hill country ranch that is Joshua Creek, I was amazed at the wildlife, quail, pheasants, native white-tailed deer, trophy class axis deer. We've worked hard on the habitat, planted improved grasses, really with the help of some wildlife biologists studied what would make the best habitat to keep our game here. Mm -hmm. We can hunt easily six, seven, eight groups. And we don't try to do it on 40 acres. I mean, these people get to walk. They get to see some country. Joe and Ann Kirchival invite you to enjoy this free-range ranch just northwest of San Antonio. Visit joshuacreek.com. Every animal that has ever roamed this planet was designed as hunted or hunter, predator or prey. We are hunters. If it were ever necessary, even the strictest vegan would return to the wild, driven to survive by the instincts of his ancestors. Those who hide behind the soft delusion of their own ignorance do so from within a civilization whose very being costs the lives of countless creatures every single day. Death is an undeniable fuel of life. This is the undeniable truth of existence. To live in balance with the planet that sustains us, we must admit and embrace the nature within us. Trust the hunter in your blood. Welcome to Kinder Outdoors. Ah, that's what a dove looks like from behind. I've seen a lot of doves sitting on the Highline wire out behind the place here, out behind the house. A lot of mornings recently, and every time I see them, I think about dove kebabs and my little pellet gun. <laughs> I haven't done it. I haven't done it yet. But dove breasts, smoked Cinnamon Creek venison sausage, little jalapeno, Mozzarella cheese, a well-placed onion here and there. Whew. Makes a man think about it. This corner of the cap house brought to you by my good friends, dear friends at Joshua Creek Ranch, just outside of San Antonio, Texas, featuring this season brand new high-volume European-style driven pheasant shooting experiences. I'm talking about a 1,000 pheasants in a day. Go have a ball. Take your buddies. Make it a corporate trip. Joshua Creek Ranch in the Texas Hill Country. Learn more at kinderoutdoors.com. We're looking back on a friendship today. A guy that whether you shook his hand and knew him personally or not, you liked him. Walt Garrison. Pro bowler with the Dallas Cowboys. Pro rodeo cowboy as well. World class whittler. Cowboy poet. And a fine human being. 
We had a mutual friend in Pam Minnick. He was very close through the years with Pam and Billy Minnick. Pam, I've really enjoyed our conversations all through the years, and it's good to have you back. Thank you. I love visiting with you, too, through through all your days in broadcasting. <laughs> then that's been a while now. Uh, you as well. For folks that don't know my friend Pam Minnick, she's in the Cowgirl Hall of Fame. She was Miss Rodeo America. She has about a half a dozen very successful uh, television shows that she uh, puts together, produces. Uh, I'm sure you direct them, write them, star in them, do it all. I don't know when you sleep or if you're ever home, Pam. In fact, I'm sitting in front of a computer right now editing one. <laughs> and that's as I look out the uh, window at my horses who are waiting for my time to jump in the saddle. So, yeah, it's uh, when you do what you love, you know, time is, time is not an issue. Well, there you go. That's exactly right. And I called you about a year ago, and you you said, hey, I'm painting. I didn't know you painted. So when you have <laughs> five minutes, you go paint something. That's That's an incredible life, very busy. Well done. <laughs> uh, Pam, I wanted to uh, call and first of all give you my condolences. We are featuring a conversation I had with Walt Garrison, your dear friend Walt Garrison, uh, a number of years ago, about a dozen years back. And it's fun to hear him tell all those old stories and, and hear Walt's voice again after we lost him so recently. So I know you guys were very close friends, you and Billy, uh, and Walt go way back, and uh, I'm sure sorry. Well, thank you. You know, my friendship with Walt uh, actually even started before Billy and I were married. Um, shortly after his uh, job, I guess it is, at the Dallas Cowboys, he played from 66 to 74 with the Dallas Cowboys. But in 1978, when they started televising uh, professional rodeo to to stronger degree, he and Larry Mahan and myself were part of the broadcast team. And so um, so long before Billy and I got married, I had the opportunity to work with Walt on those and got a chance to see not only um, his heart as really a, a true passionate person about rodeo and a supporter of the sport of rodeo, but also what a genuine person he is. You know, there's, there's few people that are like uh, Walt is that are uh, a, a big star in their own right, but are still just uh, put their pant legs on one at a time. I mean, I would put uh, Nolan Ryan and Walt Garrison in in that category, and very few others get put into that sacred ground there. Yeah, yeah, and you're exactly right. You're right, just as down to earth as can be, but with an incredible talent that that can't be duplicated by anybody else on this planet. Uh, I know through the years, you guys. Uh, Walt and Debbie lived right down the road from, from you guys, you and Billy, and, and you've said before that if you weren't in their arena, they were in yours. You guys roped together. You played golf together. Uh, Y'all were best of buds for a long time. So I know you've got a good Walt Garrison story you can share with us. Well, one of my favorite, well, you know, I've got many. Uh, we've, <laughs> over the years, we got a chance to travel together, you know, and when you're traveling with Walt, you get a chance to meet unique people. I've had the chance to fly on an airplane with Yogi Berra, the baseball great. Got a chance to meet uh, President Ford several times. Sat there when Walt used his poetry, because he was so talented with poetry, to help write a song with Mac Davis. So there were great memories like that, but probably my favorite one was when, you know, his wife Debbie and I uh, roped together and Billy and Walt roped a lot together. Well, 
they decided, and Walt was big into charity. You know, he started the MS, the Rodeo for Multiple Sclerosis, raised over $4 million there in Mesquite with that all-star rodeo for MS. And he was big on doing charity events. Well, one time him and Randy White decided Randy was learning how to rope at the time. He's like, if Walt can do that, I can do that. Well, Randy, let's put it this way. Randy's a better football player than he is a roper. But, <laughs> but, but at least he tried. So they matched us in a five-head match um, and uh, a team roping match, and we did it over at Las Colinas when they had the uh, big arena over at Las Colinas. And um, let's put it this way. Debbie and I beat them so badly that it still stings for Randy White. Um, but it, it was it was one of my fun. And for Walt, um, you know, he, he was a competitor, but he wasn't a sore loser. Uh, Randy White is still stinging about it, as I mentioned. But that that, that roping for charity and us beating them was one of my, one of my favorite favorite memories of Walt, and 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 we still teased him about it up until nearly the bitter end. Yeah, you know, uh, Walt had such a genuineness about him, and uh, uh, there was there was a guy that everybody thought was a troublemaker that played for the Cowboys back when Walt did, Dwayne Thomas, and years later. Walt and I were in the cab of pickup, and, and I asked him about that, expecting him to say something ugly about Dwayne Thomas. He did not. He only had very nice things to say and told me, gave me some insight uh, about that guy that was from uh, Walt's heart and how he just truly cared for that guy and, and loved him as a teammate. And that's the kind of guy Walt was, and a lot of people, unfortunately, didn't get the chance to see. Well, You're hey, we're, right. yeah, I wanted to honor uh, Walt today with this show, and I knew the first person I needed to call uh, was Pam or Billy, and I knew Billy wouldn't talk on the radio. So, Pam, here you are, and you've <laughs> well, done a great job. <laughs> well, I appreciate being able to share that story, and we'll all miss him. But you know, uh, you know, those uh, dementia and Alzheimer's and those brain diseases are still a mystery to so many of us, and the truth of the matter is it's harder on the caregiver than it is in the patient. So it's very seldom that you say he's in a better place, but mentally I know that he is in a in a better place. And, and now he gets to recite his poetry and ride his horses and maybe even uh, hit, hit a couple of football players when he got up to heaven. <laughs> <laughs> That's right. That's exactly right. Hey, Pam, for folks that want to learn more about you and what you're doing and up to, is there a place we can go? Well, you can watch the shows on RFD TV or the Cowboy Channel. I've got the American Rancher and Gentle Giants, and it's uh, it's just fun. Or come see me. I'm always hanging around Billy Bob's. Yes, ma'am. Pam Menick. I sure appreciate your time, Pam. Tell Billy hey for me. Joshua Creek Ranch in the Texas Hill Country is five-star everything. Orvis endorsed, Beretta endorsed, Shooting Sportsman, Federal Select, the finest of the finest say, hey, come and hunt here. You're going to be happy. You're going to like this. The upland bird hunting is the best in Texas. With a well-equipped pro shop as well. Need a new shotgun, fly rod? It's all there. And here's a little tip. When you go bird hunt Joshua Creek Ranch, book an extra day of Axis deer hunting and take one of those boogers home. Put it in the freezer. You're going to be really happy about that. Learn more about my friends at Joshua Creek at Kinder outdoors.com k-i-n-d-e-r hey go ahead and block these dates next spring in your calendar march 14 through 17 lay lake birmingham alabama that'll be the 2024 major league fishing red crest championship and the outdoor sports expo birmingham jefferson convention complex i was just there for the big 
Crappie Expo. What a fabulous place to do this. March 14th through the 17th, 2024. Hey, everybody. It's professional angler Mark Davis. And when I'm not in the great outdoors, I'm sure thinking about it with Kinder Outdoors. John Payne and his Tejas Ranch Fence Company know that there's no cookie-cutter approach. Every job, every ranch, every lay of land is unique and custom. We're able to take a look at the owner's intent, the individual characteristics of the property, and really come up with a solution that works for them. We've got a great team here that has a passion for what we do. Your land, our passion. We love bringing out the best in your property. TejasRanchFence.com Rock Island Auction Company proudly presents the largest firearms auction in Texas history. The world's number one firearms auction house has expanded to Bedford, and their inaugural three-day event is filled with world-class firearms for collectors, shooters, and hunters alike. So mark your calendar for Rock Island Auction Company's December 8th, 9th, and 10th premier firearms auction. This unprecedented event is open to the public, and so is the December 7th preview day. We'll see you there. For more information, visit rockislandauction.com. Rock Island Auction Company, where history lives. When we're not on the road hunting or fishing America, Kinder Outdoors calls the Vineyards Campground and Cabins in Grapevine, Texas, home. It has everything I need to prepare and broadcast coast-to-coast and border-to-border each week. Full hookups, cable TV, and 50-amp service at every RV site. Strong Wi-Fi that's powerful enough to ship Kinder Outdoors to you, no matter where you are in the U.S. or Canada. Most importantly, I can walk out of my fifth wheel and launch my boat at the Vineyards boat ramp without ever leaving the gated property. There's a sandy beach, a fully stocked camp store complete with firewood, groceries, and even commonly needed RV supplies. Rent a golf cart to make your way around this giant park located on the shores of Grapevine Lake, Texas. Every single cabin and RV is lakefront or lake view, and you're just blocks away from Main Street Grapevine with fantastic shopping and dining. As you can imagine, the Vineyards Campground and Cabin stays pretty busy, so why don't you block a little time right now at VineyardsCampground.com. Crappie anglers, tired of tying knots? Hey, Wally Marshall, Mr. Crappie here to tell you about the all-new Add-A-Hook by Bullet Weights. The Add-A-Hook is designed to put a hook on your line without using any knots or cutting your line. Hold the Add-A-Hook next to your fishing line, then wrap the line five times around each side. Pull your line into the clips, and bam, you're ready to go, and it will not slip. I can tie a double crappie rig in 30 seconds when it takes up to six minutes to tie one with all the knots. Add a hook is made of stainless steel, no rust, flexible, and tough. Mr. Crappie and Bullet Weights has made it better, faster, and easier for crappie fishermen to get back in the water catching more crappie than ever. Bullet Weights has a full line of Mr. Crappie double mounted rigs for trolling and vertical fishing. The Mr. Crappie Troll Tech rigs are designed to troll in shallow waters and heavy cover, keeping two baits close together without hanging up. Also, don't forget Mr. Crappie Slow Troll and Double Drop Crappie Rigs. Pre-tied with number two hooks, double swivel weights, and eight-pound line. Tie one on today. Look us up at bulletweights.com. Freedom Hunters, they say thank you to our very bravest and finest in a very special way. Uh, We're a 501c3 military outreach program. We take servicemen and their families out on outdoor ventures, mainly hunting, fishing, shooting trips, all around the country and internationally, too. These trips are more than a thank you and a good time, far more. It invigorates them. The healing comes out of it. You know, it's, it's, it's amazing. I started it just as a thank you, as a give back. 
I had no idea the therapeutic value of these hunts. I mean, it, it just it changes them. You can see it in their eyes. When they show up at camp, they're quiet and, and reserved. By the end of, end of camp, they're opened up and, uh, you know, chatting with other veterans. It's amazing. You can go on our website. We've got a donation button or just email us and say, hey, here's the opportunity. We'll fit a vet into that opportunity, whatever it is. Freedomhunters.org. that a successful fishing trip is a kid with a small blue gill in the hand and a giant smile on the face. The kids are always welcome in our boat at Kinder Outdoors. Oh, in off-season? Yeah, I rodeoed in off-season, you know, and uh, uh, which paid a little bit, uh, not like not like rodeo does today, you know. You didn't, nobody won a million dollars in a year like they do now, but uh, uh, yeah, I, I worked some and uh, I did some PR stuff, uh, which when you play for the Cowboys, you're uh, you get a lot of opportunities to do things, which is great, you know. And uh, and they paid back then a lot of money, we thought, you know, but uh, five hundred dollars or something for an appearance, you know. And uh, but anyway, uh, yeah, you dang near had to work another job. Dallas Cowboy great Walt Garrison passed away about two and a half weeks ago, and we are replaying a conversation we had with Walt a few years back, referencing there that most players had to have a second job just to make ends meet uh, back when he was playing ball professionally. Thank you to Joshua Creek Ranch. Walt would have loved this place. He loved a bird hunt, and it's five-star, top-notch bird hunting. They've got a kennel with about 100 dogs in there, well-trained, well-mannered, but your dog is welcome, too. Bring your dog. Uh, get that dog work. Enjoy that time in the field with your dog, your friends, your family at Joshua Creek Ranch. Learn more about them at kinderoutdoors.com. I know Walt loved to wing shoot, and I asked him, Walt, what is your favorite? Do you like to hunt white-tailed deer, or do you like to chase mule deer specifically, or are you more of an upland bird hunter? What do you like specifically? His answer was broad. Yes. <laughs> uh, you know, uh, we went uh, elk hunting up in Montana. Uh, we went mule deer hunting in New Mexico and Canada, uh, antelope hunting in West Texas. Uh, I like to hunt. I don't like to fish. And Randy White, God bless you, I still don't like to fish, you know. Uh, but uh, Randy tried to get me to fish all the time because he's a big fisherman, you know, and uh, we fished in we fished in his turn. I didn't fish in his turn. He wanted me to come out there, and they had a radio deal. And he said, "Just be on the radio and talk about fishing." I said, "I don't know anything about fishing." So he said, "Well, let's go." So we took off across the lake in his hundred and ten horse Merc and pulled up in this little slough. And then he said, "Now be quiet." I said, "You don't think the fish might have heard that engine come up? <laughs> you know, I think it's a little louder than I am. You know, but." Uh, Randy's another good guy, but uh, I never did like fishing. Uh, always liked hunting. I mean, dove hunting, quail hunting. We went to Mexico, white wing hunting. Now that was that was something, you know. I mean, if you can point a gun up, you can hit a dove down there, you know. Oh yeah, gosh, you're mighty. Yeah. Uh-uh. Walt's house looked like a world class Whitler's museum because it was, and it looked like living Dallas cowboy history. Because it was. <laughs> and there was also a dominating mule deer mounted on one of the walls. 
I asked him about it. He came to Tom, New Mexico. Tell me about that hunt. Uh, we went up there. Uh, U.S. Tobacco yeah. sponsored a yeah. hunt. I mean, they had people from all over. They, we had like eight people. It was like eight different districts in, in the United States, and you entered contest. Anyway, they all got to go, so we took them to Chama Land and Cattle Company. Yeah. Uh, in Chama, New Mexico, and they got some big mule deer and, and big elk, and they, they're farm-raised elk. The only thing we didn't like about that, it's like shooting fish in a barrel. But but uh, Emmett Mundy, this guy that made the finals in a team rope in several years, well, he had a place up there, and he said, hey, we'll go up Timberline, stay in this little cabin and hunt, hunt some mule deer. And we said, okay, so we rode horses up there, and me and Ernie Taylor, who was a world champion calf roper in, what, 72 or 3, somewhere in there, and a couple other guys from U.S. Tobacco, we went up there, and, uh, I mean, we actually hunted mule deer. We walked 9,000 miles through them little coolies, they call them, brakes up in there. And uh, I shot this one, and uh, and he was up on the side of a hill and rolled almost all the way down to our feet, which was, was, which was real good because he's, he's a pretty good-sized deer. But, uh, uh, yeah, I loved hunting New Mexico. Northern New Mexico got a lot of big mule deer. Walt Garrison was so talented. In so many different ways. He was a professional athlete in two different sports. He was Bo and Dion before Bo and Dion. And not just physically gifted. Walt was smart. He had a wit and a heart. And could write and recite cowboy poetry with the best of them. While I had the tape rolling, I asked him to recite Baxter Black's People Are Funny Critters. And he obliged. <laughs> okay. Oh, okay. Uh, you know, as you travel around the country, you get to notice what people do for a living and what they do for fun. And the herding instincts of people are like the herding instincts of animals. Because if you look in bars, all the lawyers set together and all the doctors and stuff. Anyway, uh, Baxter Black, who is a great poet, uh, wrote, a, wrote a little saying called, People are funny critters. And this is an audience. Are you listening? This is an audience participation saying. So when I say people are funny critters, you say, what do you mean? And if you listen, you'll hear yourself maybe in here somewhere. People are funny critters. What do you mean? Well, there's apple pie bakers and crooked bookmakers and blondes and brunettes and birthday forgetters and chicken fry lovers and blue-eyed soul brothers and drinkers and boozers and winners and losers and elephant trainers and tireless campaigners and fixers and menders and paperclip vendors and goers and stayers and pinochle players and handkerchief users and tissue abusers and interstate bikers and wilderness hikers and joggers and addicts and handball fanatics and kissers and tellers and friends of the fellers and lovers and fighters and fingernail biters and mayonnaise dippers and miracle whippers and newspaper readers and drivers and speeders and overweight hookers and magazine lookers and People with answers and bottomless dancers and quivering flunkers and basketball dunkers and readers and thinkers and double scotch drinkers and soda straw manglers and bar napkin stranglers and teasers and criers and high rolling flyers and uncles and sisters and passive resistors and virtuous girlies and sillies and squirrelies and weirdos and sickies and xylophone pickers and popsicle lickers and yawners and nappers and one handicappers and zippy old timers and lunatic rhymers. People are funny critters. We know what you mean. <laughs> that's it. Yeah, yeah. You'll never forget that. Oh no, heck no. That's uh, that's burned in there forever. Yeah, Baxter Black. He is a uh, he's a heck of a poet. Uh-huh. He writes a lot of good stuff. My friend, your friend, Walter Benton Garrison, born in Denton, raised in Louisville, educated at Oklahoma State and made a career on the gridiron 
and dirt floors of the Dallas Cowboys and countless rodeo arenas across the country. You know, he played in Super Bowls, won a Super Bowl, played in a Pro Bowl, but I think maybe his proudest moment came in rodeo. At the Cheyenne Frontier Days Rodeo back in 1973, Walt said, I just entered the rodeo. I went to the rodeo, and I placed in the bulldogging. He said, I placed in two rounds, and I won like fifth in the overall average. He said, I've won some rodeos, but to go to what they call the daddy of them all, which is Cheyenne Frontier Days, and compete against the best bulldoggers in rodeo, and to actually win some money and place in a couple of rounds and win something in the average, I was just tickled to death. Walt was 79 when he passed away on October 11th. I didn't call Walt every time I thought about him, but it was comforting to know I had his number in my pocket just to catch up with him from time to time. We'll miss him. We do already. Hey, before we get out of here today, just a tip of the hat and congratulations on a fine Bassmaster Elite career to Micah Frazier. He has announced his retirement from the Bassmaster Elite Series. Micah is from Noonan, Georgia, stepping away from pro bass fishing. He says, my family has always been able to travel with me, but with my young son, Huck, about to start kindergarten, I just can't come to peace with leaving them so often when they start school. That's a grown man decision right there. Five-time Bassmaster Classic qualifier. Also thinks there are some business opportunities that he wants to spend more time with. Micah Frazier stepping down from the Bassmaster Elites. Tell you what, I could use a leg stretch, a cup of coffee, and maybe even a sausage and biscuit. <laughs> I'll meet you right back here in a couple of minutes at Kinder Outdoors. been working hard all week. Now it's time to go fishing. Come along with us at Kinder Outdoors. You know, it's been a little more rainy than I like to go fishing around here this week, and that's a good thing. We sure do need the rain. Cat doesn't sound too happy. He's sitting at the screen door once in. I can hear the rain on the roof, and I can hear Bobby the cat at the door. <laughs> This corner of the camp house brought to you by Purina Pro Plan. You'll find Pro Plan and all those great formulas that actually build a healthier dog for you at Atwood's Ranch and Home Stores. Atwood's is in Oklahoma and Arkansas, Missouri, Kansas, and right here in Texas, too. Walt Garrison passed away a couple of weeks ago. The cowboy great loved to hunt, did so all of his life. In fact, the first time I met him was not at a ball game or a rodeo, but at a sporting clay shoot many years ago. My dad always hunted. He shot, uh, well, he shot to eat more than anything. You know, he'd go dove hunting with a twenty-two. My word. You know, them doves be sitting on the ground, he'd shoot them in the head. And he said, if you shoot them in the head, he said, uh, they don't fly, and the other ones won't fly. But uh, but he always, uh, they shot rabbits, they shot everything, you know, back then, and, and, uh, and would cook them. They never, you know. But uh, but he was always uh, guns and knives, metal. He could uh, 
he taught me a lot about uh, about guns and knives. Walt was 79 when he passed away just a couple of weeks ago. A two-star athlete, pro football, pro rodeo, a world-class whittler. He could write and recite poetry, cowboy western poetry, with the best of them. Born in Denton, Texas, raised in Louisville, nearby Louisville, Texas. Educated at Oklahoma State University. Uh, very simply, Oklahoma State was the only school to offer me a scholarship when I was in uh, in high school because uh, I played linebacker in high school. I wasn't a running back, and I wasn't very good. And so, uh, so they come down there. They didn't know if I could play. They didn't know if I had one leg. They didn't know anything. But they came down and gave me a scholarship. So that's how I got to Oklahoma State. The University of Texas, especially back when Daryl Royal was running the show, didn't miss very much good talent that came down the Texas pipeline. But they missed on Walt. How did that happen? Walt ran into the great Daryl Royal and asked him that very question. Why didn't you guys recruit me to play football in Austin? I did. I was playing in a golf tournament. He was playing with Willie Nelson down there in Brownsville, Texas. And I said, Coach, I said, you know, I said, man, you got to be friends. I said, you know, and I, I wondered why you didn't recruit me in Texas. He said, you know, Walt, he said, after uh, getting to know you, he said, I went back in the archives and looked at all these film that people send in over the years, and he got them all categorized and stuff, and, and he said, I looked at the film they sent. He said, you know, in high school, he said, you weren't worth a <laughs> were you? <laughs> and he's right, I wasn't. Brutal honesty. <laughs> That's what you got with Walt Garrison, and evidently, Daryl Royal as well. <laughs> Hey, we're going to hear from one of Walt's dear friends, Pam Minnick, a little later on in the show. And you're going to hear a lot more from Walt throughout the day, too, talking about some of his hunting excursions and one outing in the bass boat with Hall of Famer Randy White. Grab yourself a cup of coffee and make yourself at home. You're in camp with us at Kinder Outdoors, brought to you by our friends at Purina Pro Plan. All those great Pro Plan formulas. Even for dogs with special conditions like an itchy coat or an intolerance to grain, they're all waiting for you at Atwood's Ranch and Home Stores. <laughs> Lingering drought conditions throughout much of Texas going to present challenges to you duck hunters, waterfowlers, looks like dry habitat conditions in many parts of the state. And not only Texas, but other states as well. Not ideal for ducks and duck hunters. Looking forward to those timely cold fronts and significant rain. This coming week ought to make you grin. Cooler weather coming down. Significantly cooler weather. That could boost waterfowling prospects. The U.S. Fish and Wildlife Service completed their May waterfowl breeding population and habitat survey, which had mixed results. The total number of ducks decreased 18% from the previous year, from last year. Green wing teal, northern pintails, and canvasbacks were the only species that increased in number from the previous May. Reservoir levels in East Texas are very low because of the extremely dry and hot summer. Silver lining is that this could turn into a positive when it starts to rain really good again, like we had this past week, that good soaker stuff starts setting in. Large amounts of vegetation that produce small seeds have grown in uh, where things dried up over the summer. When these water levels rise, that vegetation gets flooded, and it provides a substantial increase in the foods that are available for wintering ducks. Just add water. 
Speaking of ducks, Ducks Unlimited is going to have the expo again. The Ducks, D-U-X, Ducks Unlimited Expo, presented by Purina Pro Plan, the official performance dog food of Ducks Unlimited. It's set for August 1, 2, and 3 of... 2025 there'll be no ducks expo in 2024 and it's moving it's going to be in memphis tennessee at the resident convention center ducks a three-day show where attendees can see and buy the latest in outdoor products talk with industry pros featuring exhibits seminars demonstrations a lot of fun for those of you that have been to the texas show at texas motor speedway over the past three years you know how cool this is The newly renovated Resonant Convention Center has over 100,000 square feet of space, exhibit space, located near the Bass Pro Shops at the Memphis Pyramid, which is home to Ducks Unlimited's Waterfowling Heritage Museum. Hi, I'm Toxie Hayes. I'm Cus Strickland. And when I'm not in the great outdoors, I'm thinking about it. In my mossy oak. With Kinder Outdoors. When you drop your wild game off at Cinnamon Creek Ranch Wild Game Processing, go ahead, order up your ground meat and breakfast sausage. But don't stop there. We worked on a taco meat for three years to where women and kids would eat it, and a chili that we make now where you just take these things home and just throw them in a crock pot or fry them in a pan and they're ready to go. Our tamales are probably hands down to anyone's. They're double meat and, you know, masa. And they're simple, and they're and they're and we just can't make them fast enough. They're fully cooked. All you got to do is poke two or three holes in the bag that we give them to you in and throw them in the microwave for three and a half minutes aside. And it's like we just pulled them out of our steamer the day we made them. These items have become staples in our home. Robin's favorite is the taco meat. I'm partial to the tamales. And what a feast when we put it all together for friends and family. Cinnamon Creek Wild Game Processing, just north of Fort Worth, about a mile from Cabela's as the crow flies. CinnamonCreekRanch.com. Get off the beach and into the action. Enjoy world-class Costa Rican sport fishing with Carib Sea Sport Fishing, marlin, sailfish, roosterfish, and more. Inshore, offshore, overnight, seamounts. Carib Sea Sport Fishing will work with your group to customize the perfect trip. Half day, full day, every day. Your next getaway is the best ever. Take a look at catchafishincostarica.com. Catchafishincostarica.com. Rock Island Auction Company proudly presents the largest firearms auction in Texas history. The world's number one firearms auction house has expanded to Bedford, and their inaugural three-day event is filled with world-class firearms for collectors, shooters, and hunters alike. So mark your calendar for Rock Island Auction Company's December 8th, 9th, and 10th premier firearms auction. This unprecedented event is open to the public, and so is the December 7th preview day. We'll see you there. For more information, visit rockislandauction.com. Rock Island Auction Company, where history lives. If you fry your turkeys during the holiday season and you're tired of the hassle of pots, open flames under hot oil, and sticky, oily messes, then it's time to take a good look at the Cajun Fryer by R&V Works. The original, the last fryer that you'll ever need to purchase. Cajun Fryer puts pro-level frying gear in your backyard or hunt and fish camp. These are high-performance, low-maintenance deep fryers that feature the heat source in the oil. Your oil heats from the inside out. If your family loves a fish fry, Cajun Fryer is a must. Because the heat source is suspended in the oil, 
Small crumbs and pieces that burn fall to the bottom, so your oil stays much cleaner, many times lasting the entire year. Often imitated, never duplicated. Don't be fooled. Take a look at the original Cajun Fryer at CajunFryer.com. Fresh, crisp, delicious every time. CajunFryer.com. The Quail Coalition has drawn the line. Quail decline stops here. South and West Texas and Western Oklahoma are the last strong natural regions for wild bobwhite quail. We've all watched the drastic decline across the southern states of the iconic bobwhite. The Quail Coalition has vowed to do all within human power to not only stop quail decline, but build a future where the quail will flourish across all of its original habitat. If true quail conservation is important to you, please visit quailcoalition.org. Consider a membership, attend one of our fundraising banquets, and please consider starting a chapter in your home state. Together, let's sustain and restore huntable wild quail populations. Let's encourage and educate interested youth. Let's keep the most brilliant quail minds on earth working on a bright future for our quails. The first step, visit our website, quailcoalition.org. I hope that new gun you get for your birthday makes you as happy as the one you got for Christmas. Hey, don't forget Columbus Day, National Hunting and Fishing Day, Independence Day. Every day is Range Day at Kinder Outdoors. I've read uh, several studies that tell us that the bobwhite quail's average, the average lifespan of a bobwhite quail 12 months, I've heard people say 12 months, researchers. I've heard other researchers say 16 months, a little bit longer. Uh, in either case, Bob White Quail doesn't live very long. They taste good. That's the problem. They taste... <laughs> Everybody likes a quail, and they're a ground-nesting bird, so there's a lot of critters that like quail eggs. They are in a struggle to survive from the day they become an egg. It's a wonder any of them make it. We always talk about the quail trouble and how we don't have enough quail, and we hear all these different thoughts about why we don't have any quail. A lot of great research going on, and I'm not knocking that at all. It's needed. It's necessary. But a quail is under attack from day one, from hawks up above to coons, roadrunners, human beings. We're all after that quail. We like quail for supper. Dr. Dale Rollins showed me some video one time of a white-tailed doe eating quail eggs out of a quail nest. <laughs> Thank you, Purina Pro Plan, for fueling our dog so well. Doesn't matter, puppy, senior citizen, somewhere in between, even with special conditions like an itchy coat or an intolerance to grain, Purina Pro Plan has a formula specifically made for your dog. Pick up the Pro Plan. Get a healthier dog in return. Pick up the Pro Plan at Atwood's Ranch and Home Stores. Coming to you from the vineyards, campground, and cabins on beautiful Grapevine Lake, Texas, we are literally half a mile from downtown Grapevine, the uh, Christmas capital of Texas. But when you're here at the vineyards overlooking the lake, feel like you're a million miles from, from everywhere or anywhere. Cabins and 
RV sites right on the lake, a camp store, everything you need inside this gated five-star RV park. The vineyards. Book a little time at the vineyards. You'll love it. We sure do. I had a chance to sit down with the late Walt Garrison. About a dozen years ago, we talked about hunting and fishing and the Dallas Cowboys and signing bonuses. I pointed out about an hour ago that Dak Prescott got a signing bonus of $66 million. Quite the contrast to what took place back in Walt Garrison's day when he was a rookie. Well, people made a big deal out of it. I mean, I got a new car, which I've never had a new anything in my life, you know. And uh, I got a new horse trailer. One of the best, at that time, the great Miley Inline Trailer. Oh, yeah. And uh, I thought, man, that is unbelievable to get that. And I think I got $15,000 cash, you know, so I was very wealthy. Yes, he was. The bonuses were not the same then as they are now. Neither were the salaries. Most guys had to work an extra job. You played the game because you loved it. Oh, in off-season? Yeah, I rodeoed in off-season, you know. And, uh, uh, which paid a little bit, uh, not like, not like rodeo does today, you know. You didn't, nobody won a million dollars in a year like they do now. But, uh, uh, yeah, I, I worked some and, uh, I did some PR stuff, uh, which when you play for the Cowboys, you're, uh, you get a lot of opportunities to do things, which is great, you know. And, uh, and they paid back then a lot of money, we thought, you know, but, uh, Five hundred dollars or something for an appearance, you know. And uh, but anyway, uh, yeah, you dang near had to work another job. Walt mentioned that he made a little extra money rodeoing in the summertime, off season. And when he was a rookie, he didn't see any problem with bulldogging a steer here and there and trying to make an extra buck. But Coach Landry did. Well, he didn't. Uh, you know, he uh, made a point to tell me. Well, see, my rookie year with the Cowboys, we used to stay at home games. We stay at the Holiday Inn on Central. Because we were playing at the Cotton Bowl, and uh, we had to be back. At, we had to be home at 11 o'clock. You know, the curfew was 11 o'clock, so we'd eat supper. We had a meeting, and then you could go. Most of the married guys would go home and eat supper with their family and come back by 11 o'clock. But they had a rodeo at Cowbell Arena in Mansfield yeah. every Saturday night. So my buddy Bill Robinson would carry the horses over there, and and I'd. Wait till the meeting's over, and then I'd drive like heck to get over to Mansfield and uh, bulldog during the rodeo. I'd get up during the rodeo, and then I could make it back by 11 o'clock. And that was good for, I don't know, a couple, three times. And then somebody called the cowboy office and talked to Coach Landry and said, we really think it's good that you let Walt go over and bulldog night before the game. So he told me they won't be any more of that during the season. you know. But then him and Lisa came to, to Mesquite one time to watch me bulldog. Uh, and he said, you know, that, wasn't, that didn't look very dangerous. I said, that's what I'm telling you. You know, ignorance is what makes a sport dangerous. You know, the more you know, the less dangerous it is. So, I've talked to a lot of guys that played football for the great Tom Landry, and uh, to a man, every one of them agreed that he was fair and honest, hardworking, did things the right way. And every now and then, he was almost human. <laughs> oh, yeah. No, no, uh, no doubt about how great a guy he was. You know, I mean, if uh, if you played by his rules, uh, that's it. As long as you tried, uh, but you never met a finer guy in the world. You know, after I retired, uh, Pam, uh, Pam and I were in a restaurant in in uh, Dallas, over off of uh, Harry Hines or someplace, and and Coach Landry and Leisha came in, and he came over. He said, "Watch, you mind if we join you?" I said, 
No. <laughs> you know, that's the most words he's ever spoke to me in nine years, you know. And he sat down and he talked and he laughed and he was just... I said, Coach, I said, let me ask you a question. I said, you never hardly talked to me, you know. And I said, heck, you're really funny. I didn't even know you had a sense of humor, you know. And, and uh, he said, Walt, I, when I'm coaching, he said, you cannot get close to your players because it might alter the way... You make choices, whether to cut somebody, whether to trade somebody, and he said, you just can't do it. He said, now, after the season, you know, he said, after you retire, he said, uh, nothing. You know, he yeah. said, I'm I'm back to being me. And he was a great man, great man. Walt Garrison passed away about two and a half weeks ago, 79 years of age, suffered from Alzheimer's, dementia, prior to his death. He did not care to fish, but he loved to hunt and to shoot. Well, I mean, back then, uh, I mean, we had Mondays off, and uh, especially during dove or quail season, you know, dove season especially, we'd go hunting. But I never went hunting without, like, Dan Reeves was my roommate, Leroy Jordan, Bob Lilly was a great shot, you know, uh, Dennis Holman, uh, Dave Edwards. I mean, we all went together. It wasn't like, yeah. you know, I'll go with my buddies outside of football. I mean, my buddies were in football. Right. I mean, because you live with them, uh, oh, gosh seven, eight months a year, you yeah. know, so uh, you're closer to them than you are your family almost. You heard Walt mention the great Bob Lilly. Tom Landry says Bob Lilly was the best athlete he ever coached. His nickname was Mr. Cowboy, the first number one draft choice the Dallas Cowboys ever took as an organization. From Throckmorton, Texas, and TCU. And when you come from Throckmorton, you know a little something about hunting and shooting. He, I, I hunted a lot with Bob. Bob was a great shot. He great shot with shotgun, great shot with a rifle. Uh, we went antelope hunting uh, uh, and mouflon hunting down in uh, uh, Alpine, Texas. Me and him and Chuck Halley and uh, I think Leroy went with us. And uh, Bob always loved to hunt, and he could shoot. Uh, now, speaking of Lily, I went back and did my research for this interview. 1974, y'all went hunting out in Malakoff. Uh, do you remember this? Malakoff, Texas. Mm-hmm. Nine-year-old boy in the group named Goober Evans. I got this out of the Malakoff newspaper <laughs> archive. And the rules in that camp were everyone who shot a deer that day got to kick guys who didn't shoot a deer right in the rump at camp that night. Mm-hmm. Goober shot two four-points, and Walt didn't shoot one. Uh-uh. Goober said that was his claim to fame. He got to kick the cowboy fullback right in the square of the seat of the pants. Do you remember that at all? Yeah, and Lily had a lot of... A lot of uh, rules in, in hunting camp, you know. And, and another one was whenever you killed a deer, then you had to stand up in front of the group and tell everything about the hunt, you know, exactly. You know, where you were sitting, what kind of gun, all this stuff, you know. And then for some of those kids we went hunting with, it was uh, kind of embarrassing, but I think they were probably uh, glad they did it when it was over. Yeah, fond memories. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. Yeah, Leroy, and, and, uh, Leroy Jordan and Bob and Chuck Alley and... And uh, Dan Reeves, we used to go hunting a lot. I'm Larry Wysu, Mr. Whitetail. All right, who's the funny guy that locked that chicken in my room? Y'all owe me a new hat. If you ever stop just once in West Texas at the very unique Herdware store and visit with the very unique Cecil Miskin, 
You'll make it a regular stop every time you pass by. We are on US 287, which is one of the oldest and most major U.S. highways still. We are 40 miles south and east of Amarillo. H-E-R-D, hardware store. We've got bison leather goods, vests, chaps, dusters, and bison hide coats, bison leather belts and wallets, bison leather shoes, art. We've got western artifacts. We've got native artifacts. The only way we can describe it is all things bison. If you're not interested in bison, don't stop. If you're interested in bison, come on and plan on spending 15 minutes to two hours and enjoy yourself. The only rule that we have in the store, and we've had it for many years, and we've only had one person ever break our rule, is if you're not having fun, we're going to ask you to leave. The most unique stop between the Gulf and the Pacific, Cecil Miskin and the Herdware Store, herdware.net. At Marksman Firearms and Outfitters, you'll find a huge selection of firearms, ammo, fishing tackle, including rods, reels, lures, baits, and every accessory you can imagine. Whether you buy, sell, or trade, Marksman's mission is to guide and educate their customers, whether they're new to firearms or experienced, skilled shooters. Visit one of their stores in Mansfield, Granbury, Killeen, or Wichita Falls. For more info, go to MarksmanFirearms.com. Make your mark at Marksman. Hey, the 2024 version of the Dallas Safari Club Convention and Sporting Expo will be in Dallas at the K. Bailey Hutchison Convention Center. The DSE Convention and Sporting Expo, one of the biggest conservation fundraising events in the United States or, quite honestly, around the globe. Registration is now open for the DSC Convention and Sporting Expo 24. Act now. Purchase your day passes and banquet tickets. Learn more at biggame.org. The Wild Sheep Foundation. Our purpose sounds simple, to put and keep wild sheep on the mountain. But from where we stand to the top of the mountain is a challenging and exciting journey. To be successful, we support the top scientific minds in wildlife research. We tell the story and history of the wild sheep in North America to those around us, like you. And step by step, we protect and grow wild sheep populations. If not for the Wild Sheep Foundation, more than $115 million in care, concern, and conservation work would not have happened over the past 40 years. Important work that has seen our wild sheep populations grow from 25,000 or so in the 1950s to more than 85,000 today. Learn more about the worldwide leader in wild sheep conservation. Secure a membership. Attend a banquet. Bid on an auction item. Make an impact on top of the mountain. WildSheepFoundation.org. National outdoor writer Ken Kirkaby knows of what he writes. I think I probably hunted in just about every western state. Uh, yeah, and I fly fished in a lot of those places. He's fished the waters, walked the land, and harvested the game that makes him authentic. That's where the basis of that comes from. I wanted to make this really authentic, and I wanted people to identify with it. Guys like you and I have a real hard time finding good stuff to read because it's written by guys that just don't know what the heck they're writing about. And guys like you and I, we read two pages and we say, hey, that's phony. This is, this is not the way it is. Ever since The Old Man in the Sea, fishing novels have been scarce on the horizon. That was until national outdoor writer Ken Kirkaby wrote his blue water classic, The Tournament. Chuck Winchler of Sporting Classics says you can read The Tournament in about the time it takes to catch a big marlin. And every moment will be just as fun, just as exciting. Jennifer Mayhall of Paradise This Week says, The Tournament reels you into the world of sport fishing and doesn't let you go. The Tournament by Ken Kirkaby. Get it on Amazon. Every animal that has ever roamed this planet 
was designed as hunted or hunter, predator or prey. We are hunters. If it were ever necessary, even the strictest vegan would return to the wild, driven to survive by the instincts of his ancestors. Those who hide behind the soft delusion of their own ignorance do so from within a civilization whose very being costs the lives of countless creatures every single day. Death is an undeniable fuel of life. This is the undeniable truth of existence. To live in balance with the planet that sustains us, we must admit and embrace the nature within us. Trust the hunter in your blood. God bless America with freedom to enjoy the creation and worship the Creator. This is the Kinder Outdoors Camp House. Revisiting a sit-down we had with Dallas Cowboy great Walt Garrison about a dozen years ago or so. He loved to hunt, loved to shoot. We talked about it, amongst other things. <laughs> I'm glad you're in camp with us today. This corner of the camp house brought to you by Joshua Creek Ranch down in the Texas Hill Country. This is the most beautiful piece of land, and there's no livestock on it. It's manicured, kept, and developed for the wildlife. And boy, do the wildlife show up. Wild turkeys and hill country whitetail deer. Naturally recurring axis deer on this low fence hill country gym. Crystal clear Joshua Creek runs right through the middle of it. And the historic Guadalupe River borders it. Five-star lodging, dining, and the upland bird hunting. It's just the best. The best you'll find anywhere. I've been many times. I'll be back again, Lord willing. Learn more about them. Book a trip to Joshua Creek Ranch. Hunt with the Kerchival family. You're going to love it. You're going to love them. Learn more about Joshua Creek at kinderoutdoors.com. Walt and I had a mutual friend in Pam Minnick. She and her husband, Billy, longtime friends with Walt and Walt's wife, Debbie. I'm a big Pam Minnick fan. I've always enjoyed my visits with you, Pam, and here we are again. Welcome back. Thank you. I love visiting with you, too. Through through all your days in broadcasting. <laughs> and that's been a while now. Uh, you as well. For folks that don't know my friend Pam Minnick, she's in the Cowgirl Hall of Fame. She was Miss Rodeo America. She has about a half a dozen very successful uh, television shows that she uh, puts together, produces. Uh, I'm sure you direct them, write them, star in them, do it all. I don't know when you sleep or if you're ever home, Pam. In fact, I'm sitting in front of a computer right now editing one. <laughs> and that's as I look out the uh, window at my horses who are waiting for my time to jump in the saddle. So, yeah, it's, uh, when you do what you love, you know, time, time is not an issue. Well, there you go. That's exactly right. And I called you about a year ago, and you, you said, hey, I'm painting. I didn't know you painted. So when you have <laughs> five minutes, you go paint something. That's, that's an incredible life, very busy. Well done. <laughs> uh, Pam, I wanted to uh, call and first of all give you my condolences. We are featuring a conversation I had with Walt Garrison, your dear friend Walt Garrison, 
uh, a number of years ago, about a dozen years back, and it's fun to hear him tell all those old stories and, and hear Walt's voice again after we lost him so recently. So I know you guys were very close friends, you and Billy, uh, and Walt go way back, and uh, I'm sure sorry. Well, thank you. You know, my friendship with Walt uh, actually even started before Billy and I were married. Um, shortly after his uh, job, I guess it is, at the Dallas Cowboys, he played from 66 to 74 with the Dallas Cowboys. But in 1978, when they started televising uh, professional rodeo to a stronger degree, he and Larry Mahan and myself were part of the broadcast team. And so um, so long before Billy and I got married, I had the opportunity to work with Walt on those and got a chance to see not only um, his heart as really a, a true passionate person about rodeo and a supporter of the sport of rodeo, but also what a genuine person he is. You know, there's, there's few people that are like uh, Walt is that are uh, a, a big star in their own right, but are still just uh, put their pant legs on one at a time. I mean, I would put uh, Nolan Ryan and Walt Garrison in in that category, and very few others get put into that sacred ground there. Yeah, yeah, and you're exactly right. You're right, just as down to earth as can be, but with an incredible talent that that can't be duplicated by anybody else on this planet. Uh, I know through the years, you guys. Uh, Walt and Debbie lived right down the road from, from you guys, you and Billy, and, and you've said before that if you weren't in their arena, they were in yours. You guys roped together. You played golf together. Uh, Y'all were best of buds for a long time. So I know you've got a good Walt Garrison story you can share with us. Well, one of my favorite, well, you know, I've got many. Uh, we've, <laughs> over the years, we got a chance to travel together, you know, and when you're traveling with Walt, you get a chance to meet unique people. I've had the chance to fly on an airplane with Yogi Berra, the baseball great. Got a chance to meet uh, President Ford several times. Sat there when Walt used his poetry, because he was so talented with poetry, to help write a song with Mac Davis. So there were great memories like that, but probably my favorite one was when, you know, his wife Debbie and I uh, roped together and Billy and Walt roped a lot together. Well, they decided, and Walt was big into charity. You know, he started the MS, the Rodeo for Multiple Sclerosis, raised over $4 million there in Mesquite with that all-star rodeo for MS. And he was big on doing charity events. Well, one time him and Randy White decided Randy was learning how to rope at the time. He's like, if Walt can do that, I can do that. Well, Randy, let's put it this way, Randy's a better football player than he is a roper, but, <laughs> but, but at least he tried. So they matched us in a five-head match um, and uh, a team roping match, and we did it over at Las Colinas when they had the uh, big arena over at Las Colinas. And um, let's put it this way, Debbie and I beat them so badly that it still stings for Randy White. Um, but it was it was one of my fun and for Walt, um, you know he he was a competitor, but he wasn't a sore loser. Uh, Randy White is still stinging about it, as I mentioned. But that 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 roping for charity and us beating them was one of my, one of my favorite favorite memories of Walt, and 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 we still teased him about it up until nearly the bitter end. Yeah, you know, uh, Walt had such a genuineness about him, and. Uh, uh, there was there was a guy that uh, everybody thought was a troublemaker that played for the Cowboys back when Walt did Dwayne Thomas and years later, Walt and I were in the cab of pickup and and I asked him about that expecting him to say something ugly about Dwayne Thomas 
he did not. He only had very nice things to say and told me, gave me some insight uh, about that guy that was from uh, Walt's heart and how he just truly cared for that guy and loved him as a teammate. And that's the kind of guy Walt was, and a lot of people, unfortunately, didn't get the chance to see. Well, You're hey, we're, right. Yeah, I wanted to honor uh, Walt today with this show, and I knew the first person I needed to call uh, was Pam or Billy, and I knew Billy wouldn't talk on the radio. So, Pam, here you are, and you've <laughs> well, done a great job. <laughs> well, I appreciate being able to share that story, and we'll all miss him. But, you know, uh, you know those uh, dementia and Alzheimer's and those brain diseases are still a mystery to so many of us, and the truth of the matter is it's harder on the caregiver than it is in the patient. So it's very seldom that you say he's in a better place, but mentally I know that he is in a in a better place and and now he gets to recite his poetry and ride his horses and maybe even uh hit hit a couple of football players when he got up to heaven (laughs) (laughs) that's right that's exactly right hey pam for folks that want to learn more about you and what you're doing and up to is there a place we can go well you can watch the shows on rfd tv or the cowboy channel i've got the american rancher and gentle giants and it's uh it's just fun or come see me i'm always hanging around billy bob's Thanks again, Pam. Pam and Billy Minnick, uh, part owners in Billy Bob's, Texas, world-famous Billy Bob's on the north side of Fort Worth. Hey, I want you to come join me and Jim Shockey uh, next spring with all of the heroes uh, from Freedom Hunters. Freedom Hunters, you hear us talk about Freedom Hunters. Anthony Pace does such an incredible job uh, with this organization that serves those who have served our country. It's the Jim Shockey Classic Military Tribute centered around honoring our nation's military heroes while we enjoy some great camaraderie. Adairsville, Georgia at the incredible Barnsley Resort, April 14 and 15, 2024. You're going to want to get your mind off of taxes anyway. We're going to have a sporting clays tournament, a great charity auction, live auction, uh, a golf scramble. You actually play against Jim. And then a barbecue, golf awards. It's a lot of fun. Hanging out and having fun with our finest and bravest for a few days. I've got all the details at kinderoutdoors.com. You're looking for the Freedom Hunters Jim Shockey Classic. Hi, everybody. It's professional angler Troy Didi. And when I'm not in the great outdoors, I'm thinking about it with Big Billy Kinder Outdoors. Hey, Billy, next time you're on Oahe, give me a call. We'll go smallmouth fishing. Rock Island Auction Company proudly presents the largest firearms auction in Texas history. The world's number one firearms auction house has expanded to Bedford, and their inaugural three-day event is filled with world-class firearms for collectors, shooters, and hunters alike. From historic Colts and Winchesters to spectacular sporting arms, your new favorite gun is waiting for you. So mark your calendar for Rock Island Auction Company's December 8th, 9th, and 10th premier firearms auction. This unprecedented event is open to the public, and so is the December 7th preview day, where you can view and handle history. It's a full day in their brand new state-of-the-art facility for you to touch, see, and inspect any of the collectibles in this massive three-day event. It's been called the museum you can touch. Come find out why on December 7th, then stay for three days of the largest gun auction Texas has ever seen. That's December 8th, 9th, and 10th. We'll see you there. For more information, visit rockislandauction.com. Rock Island Auction Company, where history lives.
when that buck of a lifetime finally shows himself and your years of preparation successfully collide with golden opportunity, you'll want to preserve that memory for a lifetime. Make sure that you're as well prepared for what happens after the shot as you were leading up to it. Don't take chances with your taxidermy work. Roy Holdridge and True Life Taxidermy in Granbury, Texas, have taken care of my fondest outdoor memories for more than three decades. Fish, fur, feathers, all meticulously brought to True Life. The finest details matter to Roy and the artist at True Life, Granbury. True Life has been called upon to handle the precious memories of hunters and anglers from around the globe. Interstate and international trophy transport is turnkey with True Life. And they can handle all of your wild game meat processing as well. True Life Taxidermy, 4303 East Highway 377 in Granbury, Texas. And online at truelifetaxidermy.org. Hi, I'm Jim Shockey, and it's time once again to invite you to our annual Jim Shockey Classic two-day charity event where we all get together to celebrate and honor those who have served and sacrificed. All of us deeply admire the invaluable sacrifices made by our military personnel. 100% of the proceeds fund all expense-paid Shockey tribute hunts through the Freedom Hunters Military Outreach Program. In addition to the golf tournament, there will be a sporting clay tournament on Sunday morning before the banquet. So join me April 14th and 15th, 2024 at the award-winning Barnsley Resort in Adersville, Georgia, nestled in the beautiful Blue Ridge Mountains. Visit JimShockeyClassic.com to sponsor, to register, or to donate, and also to learn more about our great event. I really hope to see you there. Dove hunting in Argentina is well documented, but as my friends at JJ Caseria, Cordoba Doves will tell you, the duck hunting is unmatched anywhere in the world. Lane Balky is the U.S. representative for JJ Caseria. The duck lodge uh, is in Corrientes. We shoot 30 ducks in the morning and 10 per days in the afternoon. We have 11 different species of ducks. We have a duck season from the 15th of April to the 31st of August. You are assured before you ever leave American soil that you're going to feel welcome and at home when you hunt with your new friends at J.J. Castoria. Our lodge is beautiful. It's four years old. It has 10 double bedrooms, all with private baths, all heated and air-conditioned. Uh, it's very comfortable. We don't put on air, so you'll feel as relaxed in the lodge as you do in your living room. Hunt world-class doves and ducks in Argentina. Plan next year now by visiting CordobaDoves.com. My name is Jose Grasso, the owner of JJ Caseria. Can see me in Argentina. Procrasta fishing, the art of going fishing when you should be painting the house. Hey, wait for us. Welcome to the Kinder Outdoors Camp House. Procrasta fishing. I've done that. I've done procrasta hunting. Guilty on all counts. <laughs> hey, thanks for hanging out in our camp house today. I'm Billy Kinder. This is Kinder Outdoors. The website, kinderoutdoors.com. Please drop by when you have a little time. Say hello and let us know where you are and how you listen like Don Coker did. He's in Casper, Wyoming. Thanks for the note, Don. I uh, was pulling a load of dogs through Casper, Wyoming 
uh, one time, looked in the rearview mirror, and that trailer was bouncing up and down with those dogs in it like crazy. Got out and looked, and there was a bubble on a tire about the size of a volleyball, and I pulled in the Walmart there. It was handy, and they fixed me right up, Casper, Wyoming. David Shires is in Mineral Wells, Texas, near and dear to my heart, the old hometown. Todd Rostein, Wappen, Wisconsin. Kirby Tharp is in Ozark, Alabama. And Isaac Temple catches the show in Hartwell, Georgia. Thank you all for listening. Thanks for dropping by Kinder Outdoors. If you've been to Joshua Creek Ranch before, you know how special it is, how great it is. Uh, the upland bird hunts unmatched anywhere. But don't miss out on this. Uh, the driven shoots, the driven pheasant hunts are now bigger than ever. You could see a thousand pheasants in a single day. A thousand high volume European style driven pheasant hunts, shooting experiences for your family, your family reunion. Your work gathering, you and your buddies, bring a group and have a ball at Joshua Creek Ranch, Bernie, Texas, about 45 minutes from San Antonio. All the details are at kinderoutdoors.com. Walt and I were talking about hunting, and I recalled a giant mule deer on the walls of his home and asked him about it. He came to Tama, New Mexico. Tell me about that hunt. Uh, we went up there... Uh... U.S. Tobacco uh, sponsored a hunt. I mean, they had people from all over. They, we had like eight people. It was like eight different districts in, in the United States, and you entered contest. Anyway, they all got to go, so we took them to Chama Land and Cattle Company uh, in Chama, New Mexico, and they got some big mule deer and, and big elk, and they, they're farm-raised elk. The only thing we didn't like about that It's like shooting fish in a barrel. But, but uh, Emmett Mundy, this guy that made the finals in a team rope in several years, well, he had a place up there, and he said, hey, we'll go up Timberline and stay in this little cabin and hunt hunt some mule deer. We said, okay, so we rode horses up there, and me and Ernie Taylor, who was a world champion calf roper in, what, 72 or 3, somewhere in there, and a couple other guys from U.S. Tobacco, we went up there, and, uh, I mean, we actually hunted mule deer. We walked 9,000 miles through them little coolies, they call them, brakes up in there, and uh, I shot this one, and uh, and he was up on the side of a hill and rolled almost all the way down to our feet, which was, was good. which was real good because he's a, he's a pretty good sized deer. But uh, uh, yeah. yeah, I loved hunting New Mexico. Northern New Mexico got a lot of big mule deer. You know, Walt loved to chase big mule deer. He loved to hunt elk. He loved to shoot birds. So I asked him to narrow it down a little bit for him to me. I said, "What is it? Birds, whitetails, mule deer, elk? What do you like the best?" His answer was pretty broad. <laughs> Yes. <laughs> uh, you know, uh, we went uh, elk hunting up in Montana. Uh, we went mule deer hunting in New Mexico and Canada, uh, antelope hunting in West Texas. Uh, I like to hunt. I don't like to fish. And Randy White, God bless you, I still don't like to fish, you know. Uh, but uh, Randy tried to get me to fish all the time because he's a big fisherman, you know, and uh, we fished in we fished in his turn. I didn't fish in his turn. He wanted me to come out there, and they had a radio deal. And he said, "Just be on the radio and talk about fishing." I said, "I don't know anything about fishing." So he said, "Well, let's go." So we took off across the lake in his hundred and ten horse Merc and pulled up in this little slough. And then he said, "Now be quiet." I said, "You don't think the fish might have heard that engine come up? <laughs> you know, I think it's a little louder than I am. You know, but." Uh, Randy's another good guy, but uh, I never did like fishing. Uh, always liked hunting. I mean, dove hunting, quail hunting, 
We went to Mexico white wing hunting. Now that was that was something, yeah. you know. I mean, if you can point a gun up, you can hit a dove down there, you know. Oh yeah, gosh almighty, yeah. Uh. -uh. My friend Walt Garrison was a man of many talents, a two-sport star, two-sport professional athlete, professional rodeo, and, of course, a, a great NFL career fullback for the Dallas Cowboys, a Pro Bowl career. He was a world-class whittler, could write and recite Western poetry with the absolute best of them anywhere in the world, and was as comfortable sitting down for dinner in the White House as he was in deer camp. Same guy in both places. Just a great guy. I asked him when we were together to please recite an old Baxter Black poem for us. Walt was kind enough to oblige me. <laughs> okay. <laughs> My wife's never heard of this. Oh, okay. Um, you know, as you travel around the country, you get to notice what people do for a living and what they do for fun. And the herding instincts of people are like the herding instincts of animals. Because if you look in bars, all the lawyers sit together and all the doctors and stuff. Anyway, uh, Baxter Black, who is a great poet, uh, wrote, a, wrote a little saying called, People are funny critters. And this is an audience. Are you listening? This is an audience participation saying. So when I say people are funny critters, you say, what do you mean? And if you listen, you'll hear yourself maybe in here somewhere. <laughs> people are funny critters. What do you mean? Well, there's apple pie bakers and crooked bookmakers and blondes and brunettes and birthday forgetters and chicken fry lovers and blue-eyed soul brothers and drinkers and boozers and winners and losers and elephant trainers and tireless campaigners and fixers and menders and paperclip benders and goers and stayers and pinochle players and handkerchief users and tissue abusers and interstate bikers and wilderness hikers and joggers and addicts and handball fanatics and kissers and tellers and friends of the fellers and lovers and fighters and fingernail biters and mayonnaise dippers and miracle whippers and newspaper readers and drivers and speeders and overweight hookers and magazine lookers and people with answers and bottomless dancers and quivering flunkers and basketball dunkers and readers and thinkers and double scotch drinkers and soda straw manglers and bar napkin stranglers and teasers and criers and high-rolling flyers and uncles and sisters and passive resistors and virtuous girlies and sillies and squirrelies and weirdos and sickies and xylophone pickers and popsicle lickers and yawners and nappers and one-handicappers and zippy old-timers and lunatic rhymers. People are funny critters. We know what you mean. <laughs> that's it. Yeah, yeah. You'll never forget that. Oh, no, heck no. That's, uh, that's burned in there forever. Yeah. Baxter Black, he is... Uh, He's a heck of a poet. He writes a lot of good stuff. We've lost a good one. Walt Garrison passed away two weeks ago, a little over, 79 years of age. And you know, 79 kind of surprises me every time I think about it, every time I say it, because when I think of Walt, I think of an 18-year-old full of energy, bright, sharp, a little mischievous. The good book is absolutely right. Life is just a vapor. We're here one minute and gone the next. I know this. We're going to miss old Walt. Hey, we've got just a minute or so before we have to say goodbye this week, but a couple of things for you to put on your calendar. The Jim Shockey Classic Freedom Hunters, Barnsley Resort, Adairsville, California, April 14 and 15, 2024. Rock Island Auction Company, that giant grand opening and sale in Texas. Bedford, Texas, at Harwood and 121. A big preview day on the 7th of December. Sale, December 8, 9, and 10. I'm going to be there. 
The Dallas Safari Club Convention and Sporting Expo is in Dallas January 11th through the 14th, 2024. The annual NRA meetings and exhibits are going to be in Dallas as well. K. Bailey Hutchison Convention Center, May 16, 17, 18, and 19. All out of time, i got to go. I want to thank you for hanging out around our campfire today. I also want to thank my Lord and Savior Jesus Christ for the time we have together in this old camp house each and every week. Come on back and see us next time, okay? Till then, may God bless you and your bunch.